Before we begin, I have one quick prayer request. And just to let everybody know that uh, moving forward, prayer requests, I'm going to have those right before the closing prayer. I thought that would be appropriate uh, place to put prayer requests. Why not? Right before we do the closing prayer for the show. Uh, with the exception of today, because today this little prayer or prayer, one prayer request. There's more. I know <laughs> this prayer request has uh, is an anniversary as well. So it's very important that I wanted to put this at the beginning of the show because this show is dedicated to the person that I'm requesting the prayers for. I do have a prayer request, if you all do not mind. It is for Joe. And Joe was my wife Haven's father. Today is the anniversary of Joe's passing. Um, Haven was only two years old when her uh, father passed away. He was an incredible and a remarkable man. Uh, had an amazing sense of humor. But unfortunately, Haven does not have memories of her father because she was so young when he passed. And growing up, I know this sounds strange, but growing up, she would always ask about her dad to her older sister and her mother and other family members. And no one would really talk much about Joe. And it was kind of like um, anytime she brought it up, she was pretty much shamed and chastised and uh, told to shut up. Um, she was also told at times by her sister that he was her dad and not Haven's dad. It, it's, it was, it's just a mess and uh, so many levels of child abuse in and of itself. But that's neither here nor there. I'm, I'm talking about Joe. And Haven recently, within the past three years, found her long-lost aunt, which was Joe's sister, and her name is Aunt Pammy. And Aunt Pammy has blessed Haven so much with so many stories about Joe and pictures of her dad that she has never seen in her life. And it is just amazing. Could you only imagine not knowing? And I'm sure maybe some of you already have been through this, that you did not know your father. Could you just imagine someone giving you this information and sharing these stories with you? It's absolutely priceless. So... Actually, this would be a two-part prayer request. First, let's please pray for Joe, an amazing being that is still felt today. And also, please keep uh, Haven's Aunt Pammy in your heart and prayers as well, thanking her, giving her gratitude for all that she shared uh, with Haven, uh, which she didn't have to. And she did it out of the, you know absolute love uh, for her brother and her niece newfound niece and also let's pray for aunt pammy's health aunt pammy has several health conditions and she could definitely use our prayers thank you so joe and aunt pammy today's two shows yes two shows i'll explain more here in a minute are dedicated to the both of you and joe infinite thanks blessings and love i cannot thank you enough for bringing such an amazing being into the world who is Haven. She is, and I know you are always with her, and I know you're always looking and so proudly of her. She is such a beacon of light to so many beings, and we are so beyond blessed that she is in our lives. So, 
again, infinite thanks, blessings, and love, Joe, for our haven. Welcome to the Faith and More podcast. I firmly believe that the divine works through people to help us every day. These angels and saints are so very humble. Many of us don't know they exist or existed. Hello, my name is Angel, and I'll be your host as we explore the lives of these amazing beings. We will also explore topics that can help your faith, no matter what it is or isn't. The goal of this show is to inspire, encourage, educate, uplift, strengthen, and heal you and your faith. Hello, and welcome to your oasis in the desert, a place where you can catch your breath, recharge, and heal. If you're new to the show, thank you very much for finding us. It is my deepest hope and prayer that you find everything you're looking for in a podcast, especially a faith-based podcast, here and more. And if you're returning, infinite thanks, blessings, and love for all of your support. Okay, so I know those of you who are aware and observant are probably scratching your head saying, what's going on with this week's episode? Or should I say, what's going on with this week's episodes? And some are probably just saying, well, the little monkey and angel's cart in his head done fell out. Well, That poor monkey fell out of his cart a long time ago, folks. Long-time listeners and those who know me can attest to that. I know. I have some explaining to do. So I've got two saints or two beings that I consider to be saints that I want to share with all of you. However, the stories behind them are very small. They're very short. So if I was to do just an episode this week and say, I'm going to do this one person this week and this person next week, you might get a 15 or 20 minute episode this week and maybe a 10 or 15 minute episode next week. Ah, ah, ah. We're not doing that. And I wouldn't do that to you. And I, I, again, no ego or pride, but I know what this show means to some uh, listeners, and I hope more than those who share feel the same, that this show is essential to you and that you really depend on it every week to not only recharge your batteries, but also to help you begin another week. And I am beyond honored and blessed that you see and feel the show that way. And I want to do everything I can within the divine and the Holy Spirit and whatever you want to label that, which can't be labeled to continue that for you. So thus today, we're going to have two episodes. So there's going to be this short episode and then there's another short episode following this. So this is going to be episode eight a and the next one will be eight B. I know I could have just combined the two, but to me, that's not, I don't feel right doing that to the beings that I'm doing the shows about, you know, that they deserve their own show. They can't help it that their story is not very long and won't take up 45 minutes to an hour. 
that's not their fault. And I don't want to cram things together. So doing two small episodes and releasing them at the same time, that way you've got two episodes that equal up to one episode. If that, <laughs> I know my monkey. <laughs> if that makes any sense at all. And that's why I'm doing it that way. That way, each show is for said person or being. And I'm not mixing the two together. And, you know, that way I'm happy. They're happy. Everybody's happy. So the first person is one of my all time favorite saints. Um, she is considered a saint in the Hindu faith. But of course, she'll never be a saint in any other faith because you know how the rules go. And her name is Mata Amrit Ananda Mayi, also known as Ama. So, you guys know I love to do this. Show of hands, how many of you have heard of Ama? How about if I said or asked, how many of you have heard of the hugging saint from India, who is also Ama? Ama means mother in all of the dialects in India. And the beginning of her name, Mata, is actually means mother in Hindi. So here, from here on out, I'm going to just refer to her as Ama. Ama was born in a remote coastal village in Kerala in southern India in 1953. And I have to say, she is still alive today and hugging and spreading unconditional love, helping homeless, helping sick, and helping feed so many families and children. And I'll share more of that as we go. Even as a small girl, she drew attention with the many hours she spent in deep meditation on the seashore. She also composed devotional songs and could often be seen singing to the divine with heartfelt emotion. Despite her tender age, her compositions revealed remarkable depth and wisdom. When Amma was nine years old, her mother became ill, and Amma was withdrawn from school in order to help with household tasks and the care of her seven siblings. As she went door to door gathering food scraps from neighbors from her family's cows, she was confronted with the intense poverty and suffering that existed in her community and the world beyond it. Where Ama encountered people in need, she brought them food and clothing from her own home. She was undeterred by the scolding and punishment she received from her family for doing so. She, she also began to spontaneously embrace or hug to comfort them in their sorrow. Responding to her affectionate care, they began to call her Ama, which means mother. Ama was deeply affected by the profound suffering she witnessed. According to Hinduism, the suffering of the individual is due to their own karma. We've spoken about karma a little bit here and there throughout the shows. The results of actions performed in the past. Ama accepted this concept, but she refused to accept it as justification for inaction. Ama contemplated the principle of karma until she revealed 
an even more profound truth, asking a question she continues to ask each of us today. If it is one man's karma to suffer, isn't it our duty to help ease his suffering and pain? With this simple yet profound conviction that each of us has a responsibility to lend a helping hand to those less fortunate, Alma moved forward with confidence in her life of service and compassionate care for all beings, uniquely expressed by the motherly embrace she offers to all who seek solace in her arms. In Amma's community, however, it was not permissible for a 14-year-old girl to touch others, especially men. Amma explains, in India, women are expected to remain in the background. It is said that even the walls should not hear them. My family could not understand my way of reaching out to people. They had no idea of the spiritual principles. But despite adverse reactions, Amma followed her heart, later explaining, a continuous stream of love flows from me to all of creation. This is my inborn nature. The duty of a doctor is to treat patients. In the same way, my duty is to console those who are suffering. Amma says that love expressed is compassion, and compassion means accepting the needs and sorrows of others as one's own. So those of you who aren't familiar with Amma, what she does is she hosts events where she asks for donations for her, her organizations. And I'll share those organizations here in just a moment. And these organizations feed, clothe, house, um, provide medicine and health care. Uh, for poor people in India. And those of you who aren't familiar with India, although it is probably the richest country in the world spiritually, it is without a doubt the most impoverished uh, country or nation with as far as basics, health care, food, water, clothing, medicine, hospitals, uh, medical care. It's it's very, very bad over there. And the caste system doesn't help either. And that's where the rich are rich and the poor are working class poor, if not less than that. The homeless situation in India is horrible. I mean, it's, it's so bad. And um, so what Ama does is she hosts these events all the time. And what she will do is she will sit up in front, uh, cross-legged, and people will come and line up to speak with her and to get a hug. And I know that might sound really weird for us here in the West. It's like, big deal, it's a hug. No, you don't understand, those of you who think that don't understand the power of a hug. I'm a hugger myself. I love to hug. I believe... So much love and energy is transmitted, transferred to someone when you hug them. You can share your love, your healing, your gratitude. I mean, it's just endless, the positive things you can share with a simple hug. 
And that's what Amma does. She will spend literally 12, 14, 16 hours hugging people. And as she hugs them, they will say what's going on, um, kind of like the Blessed uh, Father Solanus Casey, where people would line up just to tell him there are problems and ask for prayers. People do the same, very same thing with Amma. And, you know, she will whisper back in your ear as she's hugging you, giving you, um, you know, assurance that in uplifting and healing words to let you know that she is praying for you and she's interceding. So you see, there's nothing different from her as compared to any other saints in other faiths. She intercedes for those who are suffering, not only by hugging them, but by listening to them, speaking with them, and loving them unconditionally. And the world so needs this. Could you only imagine if all of us did this even just a little it would go so far and the world would change overnight. But I know, again, those of you are saying, nah, if I went to hug somebody, they would call the cops and say, I did this or that. Correct. Unfortunately, in today's society, uh, there are a lot of people who are not very well. And we recently did a show on mental health and wellness. Check that out if you haven't already listened to it. But Amma does not allow that to sway her. Of course, like I said, she's doing these events so people know ahead of time, wait in line, you're going to get a hug. And there's so much that comes from that, that she's helping so many people just on that level, let alone what her foundations do. I'm going to share those foundations here now. So Amma is the founder of Embracing the World. She's the founder of Mata Amrit Ananda Maimath. She's the founder of Amrita Institute of Medical Science, also Ames Hospital. And she's Chancellor Amrita Vishwa Vidya Pitham of Amrita University. Spiritual leader, humanitarian, and visionary known as Ama has served the world community for decades, imparting wisdom, strength, and inspiration. Through her extraordinary acts of love and her strength and self-sacrifice, Amma has endeared herself to millions and inspired thousands to follow her path of selfless service. Truly a citizen of the world, Amma holds free public programs throughout India, Europe, and the United States and Australia, as well as Japan, Sri Lanka, Singapore, Malaysia, Canada, Africa, and South America. In her talks, she offers words of wisdom and guidance on both personal fulfillment as well as the most pressing matters of our time. From climate change to terrorism, cross-cultural tensions to poverty, and women's rights, Amma's observations invite each of us to get involved in the process of rebuilding a concerned and caring society. To this day, Amma concludes her programs by embracing each person attending the event. Far from a brief book signing or walk along the rope line, these personal one-on-one -on -one meetings take up the vast majority of Amma's time. Amma has given this motherly embrace, known as her darshan, to more than 40 million 
people throughout the world. She has been known to give darshan for more than 22 hours without interruption. The most personally accessible spiritual leader alive today, Amma may well be on a first name basis with more people than anyone else in the world. When people pour out their hearts to Amma, she offers them emotional solace, spiritual guidance, and concrete solutions to their problems. Receiving Amma's embrace, many feel inspired to offer selfless service to those in need. In this way, this simple yet powerful act as a mother's embrace has become both catalyst and symbol for the growing international network of humanitarian initiatives that is embracing the world. And I'll definitely have links to all of her organizations in the show notes. Um, and if you can help and you have the means to help, by all means, please do so. I'll also have a video in the show notes and description that you can click on a YouTube video to watch Ama um, in action, you know, embracing and helping and talking to people. It's, it's truly um, just moving and, and heart. It really gets your heart um, in a good, in a good way. I actually have a, a video a DVD that I've had for years. It's called Darshan D-A-R-S-H-A-N, The Embrace. I'll have a link to it on Amazon in the show notes and description for anyone who wants to check it out. I highly recommend it. It's all about Ama, how she got started. It's like a bio. It shares some of her teachings. It shares, you know, some of her events where she's done this embrace, the Darshan. And it's just, it's just completely beyond words. It's so remarkable and amazing that somebody is doing this and putting themselves out there um, unconditionally loving and helping all people that come before them. It, it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from or what your caste system is. Children, adults, she, it doesn't matter. Man, woman, it doesn't matter to Ama. She loves everyone unconditionally. And that's, just like Christ was the same way. Jesus was the same way. Buddha was the same way. We can and should be the same way. She is such an inspiration. And we are so blessed that she is in our lifetime and still in our lifetime today. We have several prayer requests and updates for this week. The first is Lana. Lana is my mother Elaine's oldest and best friend and also Megan's mother. Uh, Lana has had health issues for quite some time, um, and we just need to keep her in our hearts, thoughts, and prayers that somehow, some way, the divine heals her so she can live a long, full, and healthy life. The next is Bob. Bob, I'm happy, so happy to report that our prayers are being heard and answered and that Bob is feeling so much better. He goes tomorrow, which is Monday, to get some blood work done for his two-week uh, checkup after um, his first series of uh, chemo treatments. Uh, so again, he's feeling a lot better than he was, and we are so beyond happy and blessed. And let's please keep 
Bob and Elaine in our thoughts, hearts, and prayers. Next is Roy. I mentioned Roy last week. He had lost his job after 18 years of service. Uh, he was an executive um, that was in a company that downsized by 800 jobs, 800 executive jobs. So Roy has a job interview tomorrow, which is again is Monday, and it looks like a great job, something he's very much interested in doing. So let's please keep Roy in our thoughts, hearts, and prayers that his prayers are answered and our prayers are answered and that he gets the job. Um, next is Kathy. Kathy, we've spoken about several times. Kathy uh, is in need of our prayers always because she's got this rare condition where her body uh, has an issue with like every organ in her. And uh, right now she's stable and doing well, but we definitely need to keep her in our thoughts, prayers, and practices. Next is Michael T., who uh, was one of my senior students back in the day when I taught Buddhism and Eastern philosophy. Um, he is still in a lot of pain. Every day is a big challenge uh, for Michael, even, you know, especially since he's not taking pain medication or anything like that. So, again, he's suffering from MS-like symptoms, but he hasn't been diagnosed with that. So the doctors do not know what is causing the issue. So let's please keep Michael in our thoughts, hearts, and prayers. Next, Megan, Molly, and Gwen, of course, um, Megan, Molly, and Gwen just got their town home this week, so our prayers were heard and answered, and they've been so very busy moving in. And let us keep them all in our thoughts, hearts, and prayers that life continues to go in a positive and safe direction for them. The next is Emma. Emma, our blessed uh, sister and friend, found out that she will have to have shoulder surgery. I mentioned that last week. That's going to be her left shoulder. She went for a consultation this past Friday. So let's please pray for Emma that the surgery goes well and that her healing is quick and full so she can get back to teaching Bible school and also doing what she does, which is helping others in so many divine ways. Next is Jean. We've talked about Jean many times. Jean uh, has been a little absent here lately. My wife has not seen her lately. So let's keep Jean in our prayers that she's okay wherever she's at. We know that wherever she's at, whatever she's doing, it's the divine's work. So let's please keep Jean in our thoughts, hearts, and prayers. And last but certainly not least is Father Mike Cantor, uh, my dear friend, brother, and spiritual director, and one of our, you know, people that love the show the most. Uh, Father Mike is going through so many health issues right now. He is on 10 different medications at the moment to prevent him from having a stroke and or heart attack. And uh, he had a CT scan recently uh, this past week where they gave him barium and he has reactions to metals. So he has been very, very ill. Um, the doctors still don't know exactly what's going on. They're trying to, you know, treat instead of cure at the moment. And you could only imagine how frustrating that is. Um, so please, please, please add Father Mike Cantor to your prayer calendar we definitely need to pray 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 for him 
Uh, pray for healing. Pray that the doctors have the wisdom to uh, figure out what's going on with him and quickly and as invasively as possible heal him. Thank you. Okay, so as we close this episode, be sure to check out the next episode because there's two episodes this week, as I said at the beginning. I want to close with a prayer or something that Amma says uh, when she talks to people that come and see her. Uh, this is called Mother is With You. Know that Mother is always with you. Have faith. My children, there is no need to be afraid, but effort and perseverance are necessary on your part. If you call mother with innocence and faith, she is always ready to help you. If you fall, rise up again. Turn the fall into an ascent. So I will pause here for this episode. Be sure, like I said, to check out the next episode that is immediately after this one, which is episode 8B. That way you get your full dose of faith and more for this week. I wouldn't want anyone to get shorted. So before we go, I do have one quick reminder. I know, like I'm quick with anything. I'm such a windbag. But no, seriously, I guess I was being serious. I don't know. <laughs> is the pet show that's going to be coming up. It's going to be our season finale show for this year. If you're new to the show, this is the first time you've heard this. If you are a longtime listener, you've heard me talk about this uh, for quite some time now. So if you're one of those people that's waiting to the last minute, you're almost there. I mean, I know we're at what episode here, but it's, it's fast approaching and I need a little time to be able to record this episode. And I've received a few people with entries, but I haven't received stories. I'm, I'm, I've just received like, hey, mention Fufulu Pup Pup. And it's like, uh, okay, but what about Fufulu Pup Pup? You know, what was Fufulu Pup Pup to you? You know, what, you know, give me the story of said Fufulu Pup Pup, you know, because <laughs> that's what the show is going to be all about is sharing the live and stories of these amazing uh, fur babies or furless babies or whatever these pets or as we say children or babies are to us uh, on this episode. So, I mean, I could just say, hey, you know, so-and-so said, hey, mention Fufulu Pup Pup. Okay, I just mentioned Fufulu Pup Pup, but then you're all scratching your head like me saying, what about it? You know, what about Fufulu? You know, who was Fufulu? So, or Pup Pup, <laughs> whatever you called it. So, please, if you've already written me or contacted me, a lot of you <laughs> that are family can contact me directly by phone or text. Um, please write me back. Text me again with the story. You know, email me with the story. And if you're waiting to the last minute, you know, time's ticking. Uh, take a moment. You know, share the story of your beloved pets, your beloved Fufulu Pup Pup. <laughs> so I can share that story with everyone that listens to the show. And those of you who are new to the show don't know how to contact me. But that information is coming up here in just a moment. Those of you longtime listeners already know. It's at the end of every show. 
I so hope and pray that you've enjoyed the show and that you found everything that you've been searching for in a podcast, especially a faith-based podcast, and more here with us. Don't be a stranger. Come around anytime, all the time. We now have an Amazon.com wish list for the show for anyone who would like to make an offering. Um, a link can always be found in the show notes and show description. Now, I know some people like to do that, that, that helps them feel as you know they're contributing and doing something and this is the best way because some people have asked me about setting up a patreon and i'm completely against that i don't want to accept any kind of money for anything i'm doing here jesus didn't do it buddha didn't do it i didn't do it before when i taught uh, buddhism and eastern philosophy for four years um, but i will accept books so i do have a list uh, on that wish list for the show that you can, if you feel compelled to, and you have the means, please don't take from your grocery money or your bill money or from just life money. If you have it and you want to make an offering, then go to the wish list and do so. I would be beyond grateful and appreciative. And by purchasing books and sending them to me, what you're doing is you're helping me educate myself so I can then pass that education on to all of you. And that also sparks and creates and inspires more and more shows. So it's a gift that keeps giving that's never ending. I'm always open to questions and suggestions. Um, as I always say, there's it's always like crickets in my mailbox. <laughs> I don't hear much from anybody but you know unless it's family and there's nothing wrong with that but I know there are so so many of you all over the world that are listening and I completely understand and I respect your privacy and I respect that you're quiet um, and but I do want you all to know that I'm here for you all the time and uh, again speaking of suggestions I mean I know there are so many amazing angels and saints, past and present, in your community, in your country. Could even be you that the world doesn't know about, but by gosh, we should know about. Um, could be some that have come and gone that are fading from memories and hearts. And we tend to you know, shine the light on a lot of those here in the show. And that's kind of one of the goals of this show is to make sure these beings stay alive because they are such amazing, truly amazing. Um, it, it's tragic for someone, anyone really, to be their memory to be lost, uh, their life to be lost. And we don't want that. So again, please, please, please feel free to contact me, share these people with me, even if it's you. Please get with me, share with me so I can share with the world. Remember, you don't have to be alone on your spiritual journey. Again, I'm always here for all of you. I'm always available to help guide, uh, offer advice. Uh, you can always email me directly or contact me through the website. My services are ever growing and expanding as the spirit takes me and as you all need and the cost of these services or all services I provide is absolutely zero. Absolutely free. I'm here for you guys. Next is prayers. Uh, you guys always hear me say this and you always will. 
I love to pray, and so do listeners of the show. So please let us pray for you. So all of these services, how do you make it happen? By contacting me. And how can you do that? There's two ways you can do that. First, you can email me directly at faithandmorepodcast, all one word, faithandmorepodcast at gmail.com. And the second way is through the website. There's a contact button on the website where you can email me or you can fill out the prayer request form at the bottom of the web page. You can also use that form for also asking for help, for guidance, for suggestions, for advice. Use that as well. It's a, it's a catch-all form. Use it as you need it. So in order to find the website, you go to Faith and More Podcast. Again, all one word. Faithandmorepodcast.wixsite, W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash my dash site, S-I-T-E. And there's always links to my contact information, email, and the website in all of our show notes and show descriptions. So, until next week, have a blessed week and know that each And every one of you is in my heart in prayers. Bless you.